Now, our next uh, guest for this morning's uh, show, she is well known across the county. She is the CEO of Shannon Airport since October of 2019. Uh, she's also been a f- former deputy CEO um, and she's also airport director uh, since 2012. So I'm absolutely honoured and delighted to welcome Mary Considine to the programme. Mary, a very good morning to you. Good morning to you, Dara, and to all your listeners. Thank you very much uh, for taking the time to be with us here on the programme, because I know you're a very busy woman, um, so thanks again. Um, So, Mary, uh, you are CEO of Shannon Airport Group, I should probably say, um, since uh, October of 2019. So could you just explain to our listeners how you actually got into the role? Well, I suppose I, I... A long history with the airport, so originally I would have worked in the airport when it was part of Air Rienta and uh, subsequently the, the DAA, we were part of, of the three airport uh, state group. And then in 2012, I suppose I would have led the separation of Shannon Airport from the DAA to set up an independent airport authority. So originally it was just the airport, the Shannon Airport Authority. And then in late 2014, we set up the Shannon Airport Group, as it's known now, it was the Shannon Group, and it brought together the uh, property portfolio of the previous uh, Shannon Development um, and Shannon Heritage at the time. So they, there are kind of three core businesses in the group, um, and as well as that, we have a significant uh, cluster of aviation companies in and around Shannon Airport. So we brought the whole lot together in late 2014, and when we set up the group, I took on um, a number of senior roles within the group, um, including Deputy CEO and CFO of the group. And then when the opportunity arose in November, or actually October 2019, as you said there earlier on, I um, took on the role of CEO of the group. So, you know, I had a long history with the airport originally, but now with the broader group. And Mary, can I just ask, uh, you, 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 you stated there about uh, the separation of Shannon Airport from the DAA back in uh, 2012. Um, how successful was this um, procedure? Well, I suppose if you just look at the evidence, uh, Dara, um, the, the first thing is that we stemmed the decline in passenger numbers because at that stage there Passenger numbers had been declining um, since the, the late noughties. Uh, so we stemmed that decline. We saw passenger growth right up to the, the point when the pandemic hit. And we also put significant investment in across the Shannon campus predominantly. So when I talk about the Shannon campus, what I'm referring to is Shannon Airport and its immediate environs, which includes the Shannon Industrial Estate. Some people would know it as the Shannon Free Zone. So in total, since the group was formed, we've invested about $167 million. Wow. Over half of that is in the airport itself, and the rest was upgrading our property portfolio. And that was really important because at the time the group was set up, the occupancy rates in, in the property portfolio were down in the low 40%. And it was really important that, first of all, we refurbished property, we brought new property to market, and that in turn attracts new investment into the region. So on the back of that development, we've seen new companies come into Shannon, like Jaguar Land Rover, Edward Lye Sciences, Mirror GTX. We've seen a lot of our existing tenants expand and grow their their footprint in the region. And that's really important because that's providing vital employment in this region, high-end, highly skilled jobs. 
And the other thing it does, it creates demand for our air services because to maintain air services, you have to, they have to make money. There has to be demand. So the more activity, the more economic stuff going on in this region, the more services we're able to secure and ensure that they're viable. And the other thing that's obviously really important is air services bring people into the country. And we're living along the Wild Atlantic Way, so it's very important that we bring visitors into our region that support our um, tourism offerings. So you look at the pubs, restaurants, everything, they're dependent on people coming into Shannon. And can I, sorry, Mary, uh, can I just ask, I mean, it it wasn't just Shannon, but every airport uh, during COVID-19 was badly affected. So, I mean, Shannon must have got an awful doing. Well, I think you said it there. Everybody was impacted. There were, it wasn't even national travel uh, restrictions. It was international. So from once the pandemic hit us in early March 2020, we saw all terminal services stop. And that was obviously something there was no rule book for. We never saw anything like that happen in the industry before. And we know the industry is cyclical, and we've had things like 9-11, Ash Cloud, Foot and Mouth. All of those have impacted before, but they've been very short-lived, where this, the longevity of this crisis, I think, is is what was unprecedented in, in the industry. So... You know, initially we were completely shut down for three months to terminal traffic, but we remained open. The airport remained open. And we made that decision very early on because it was important that we were able to keep cargo coming in and out of Shannon and that we were able to support the... It was at the time we had nine hangars on the airfield. We now have 10 operational, and they needed to be able to get aircraft in and out to transition them. Uh, lessors were bringing aircraft back into Shannon, parking them up. So it was very important that we were able to accommodate that business. And then we had emergency PPE equipment coming in at the time. If you recall, the Antonov 225, which was at that stage the largest aircraft in the world, unfortunately has now been damaged in the war. But that aircraft came in in June of 2020 with vital PPE from China. So, you know, we continue to provide a service. We continue to maintain employment, but it was really, really difficult. But what we did during that time is we we didn't stop everything. We continued to invest in upgrading our property portfolio. And really importantly, we used the time, that downtime in the airport to invest in the airport infrastructure. So projects like upgrading the screening equipment, to um, we've now state-of-the-art standard three equipment which avoids any passenger having to take out their liquids and gels or their tech uh, electronic equipment going through security so that's made a huge difference to our operation and we were able to do that work with, without any operational constraints because of, of you know it, we were close to terminal traffic so we did that we did a lot of work on the airfield we finished um behind the scenes whole baggage screening project again it's 12 million project um so so we used the time wisely we did a lot of work and it's credit to our team you know the people it was really hard on our staff uh they had to make sacrifices but they worked with us and you know i think we're reaping the benefit of that now and and i mean like even though there was negative effects um to covid uh, it just shows you how much Shannon has bounced back, which is absolutely great to see. Um, there has been a significant increase in passenger numbers uh, during January and February of this year, um, according to the Central Statistics Office, um, up 21% in January and up 17% in February. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah, 
Yes, we've had a very strong uh, rebound in our terminal traffic. So last year, the first year of normal operations, and bear in mind we still had the Omicron variant for the first quarter of 2022, so we really didn't get back fully operational until March and US restrictions weren't lifted until July of 22. But even with all of that and still in place, we got back to 88% of pre-pandemic levels. And this year we hope to exceed 2019 levels in the airport. So that's a very strong bounce back and quicker than would have been initially predicted. Um, this summer we have 34 routes operating to 11 countries. Um, we see Ryanair based their third aircraft in Shannon. Uh, we've Aer Lingus back daily on transatlantic and three three a day into Heathrow. So, you know, very strong bounce back. And again, I would just like to say thank you to the people of this region and beyond for supporting us because I think people in their droves have come back. There's really strong pent-up demand for our services and people are supporting the airport. And that's the only way we'll continue to have services, retain the service we have and grow and have new services to operate or to offer our, our passengers and we need passengers to use them yes. and support us and that's the way we will all continue to grow. But may I have to say Mary, I mean I, I've used Shannon Airport hundreds of times over the years and uh, it, it's, it's a lovely uh, little airport, very fast to get through security and also, which is great to see but um, I'm just uh, going slightly to a different um, uh, topic, uh, the Shannon Airport uh, Group welcomed the allocation of 4.6 million euros in government funding to the airport by Jack Chambers, Minister of State at the Department of Transport uh, a couple of months ago, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, that that must have been um, welcoming news for you. Absolutely, and, and that was again a measure that was introduced at the time um, of COVID because the passenger numbers had fallen below a million because of the restrictions we were able to avail of temporary admission to the regional airports program and we've seen the value of that funding and what we've been able to do with it so it was one of the things as an airport group that we're hoping that that government would consider including shannon airport in that permanently um as is allowed for under eu state aid rules so absolutely as you said dara that was really beneficial to us and it allows us uh, it parts from some of our capital program and that uh, capital program is very important to ensure the longevity of the asset we're investing not only for today but in the future of the airport so yes. very welcome and um come here recently i uh, came across an article in a local newspaper and uh, the headline was u.s fares have been up to 1000 euros more expensive at shannon airport than dublin airport um according to uh, one uh, councillor um he said a person who flies out of Shannon around eight times a year got quoted fares at Dublin for €250 Euros less. So what, what would be the reason for this, Mary? Well, on any given day, you have a fluctuation in fares. So it all goes back to demand. So first and foremost, the fares are set by the airlines. And Shannon Airport is very competitive for the airlines to use. But they're going to, they yield manage. So on any given day, you might find a fare in Shannon dearer than Dublin. But it could be vice versa tomorrow. So it depends when you're booking, what the demand is for that flight and what the availability is left on it. So it's very hard to just pick random fares. You need to look at the trends over a longer term. Yes. Um, so come here. How, how do, I suppose looking into the future, how do we uh, make Shannon Airport an attractive route to fly in and out of Ireland and secure the flights that are already there? 
Well, I suppose I'd say it's already a really attractive airport. We have very significant infrastructure in place with the longest runway in Ireland, one of the longest in Europe. Uh, We have significant terminal capacity. We're not constrained. We have no noise curfews. Uh, We operate 24-7, 365 days a year. So huge opportunity already there. Um, you've seen already the the uplift in services and the additional demand for those services. But it all goes back to, will an airline make money or not? And the only way they will make money is if there is constant demand for services. So you need the people of the region to support the airport. And secondly, you need to be stimulating further economic activity so we have more people living and working here. The more people we have living and working here, the more people using the airport. And... That is how you ensure that routes are successful longer term. So I think we all have a role to play. Um, and but we're very, very fortunate in this region yes. to have an international airport, to have on our doorstep daily connectivity into the US, the UK and Europe. And I think there's a lot of regions around Europe that would be really uh, jumping up and down to have what we have. So it's about really valuing, appreciating what we have and supporting it. Um, and Mary, speaking of flights, um, Vueling Airlines, which is which was the airline that uh, connected Paris uh, to Shannon, um, has recently announced that they're they're leaving um, Shannon. Unfortunately, uh, in June uh, of 2023. So, do we know what the reason for this was? Well, these. Welling, as you said, unfortunately, are pulling out. Yeah, in in mid-June, they're pulling out of Shannon and Cork and a number of other locations. And it isn't actually the routes themselves that weren't working for them. It is there's operational constraints in Orly Airport coming into the summer. You'd have seen last year all across Europe, there were operational constraints in some of the larger airports. Unfortunately, they haven't all been ironed out. There continues to be constraints there, so the airlines operating into that airport have had to reduce their schedules for the summer, and unfortunately, the Shannon route was one of those routes impacted. Yes, because I... I, I think I, what was very importantly, it it has demonstrated the very strong demand for the Paris route, Yes, and that will help, obviously, in discussions with other carriers about about taking up that route. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, I, I mean, is there an alternative, alternative uh, with regards to getting uh, uh, different airlines to do that route, maybe possibly? Well, we'd be in discussions with a number of airlines, and indeed we're always in discussions with airlines about opportunities. Yes. But unfortunately, you know, the summer is just around the corner, so it's it's probably unlikely that there will be capacity in place for this summer, but we're working on having it in place for next year. Um, so, uh, before we leave you, uh, Mary, uh, a topical conversation now these days is women in the workplace and trying to find uh, a balance between family life and work life. And of course, you are a mother yourself and a very busy person, as as one would know. So has this been a challenge for you uh, between work and family life? And if so, how have you dealt with it? I suppose it's always about trying to get the balance right. And I don't think anybody actually gets it, gets it perfect. Yes. But it's about having that support network in place. So I'm very fortunate that I have support of family. Um, my husband does, you know, it's very much 50-50 in the home. Um, and I think that's the way it is for a lot of couples now. So that just allows us to, you know, to, to work around whatever is needs to be done from a scheduling perspective. So it is always juggling, but yes. we manage. 
but yeah, yeah. yes um so before i leave you uh, is there anything else that we might see in the future down the line for shannon airport I, i'd be very optimistic about the future shannon as i said i think we're very fortunate to have it in our doorstep we're very fortunate to have this strong industrial base in the region and a very strong tourism offering so it's about building on that for the future yes. so We have a very significant cluster of aviation, medical devices, and a number of other financial services sectors in the Shannon region. A lot of those are really there because of the airport. Uh, if you look at 40% of Ireland's FDI is in our catchment area, and that's no coincidence. It's there because of that connectivity into the U.S. on a daily basis. So it's about using that very strong foundation we have and building forward. And we have a really strong team. I'm very fortunate with the team of people I have working with me um, and a strong board, and I'm very confident about the future. So, Mary, time is upon us very fast. Um, so I want to thank you very much uh, for taking the time to talk to me here on Scarfay Community Radio because I, uh, I know you're a very busy woman, as I reiterated there. Um, so thank you very much, and we hopefully will talk to you again in the near future. Thank you, Darren. Thank you very much.